be one of the landmark uh, releases of the year. You're with Julian on the Brano and a reasonably quick review of The Lost City. Not The Lost City, you said. A brilliant film. Should hunt down. Very different. Uh, this one's directed by the relatively unknown Knee Brothers. And it harks back to, and crucially, not Indiana Jones, but Romancing the Stone, which was like a, a, a cast-off version of Indiana Jones, but probably a little bit more concerned with the sort of romantic comedy element, starring Sandra Bullock and Shannon Tatum. Uh, Sandra Bullock is a borderline manic depressive shut-in uh, globally best-selling author who writes Mills and Boom fan fiction with an adventurous heroine and uh, a dashing hero called Dash. <laughs> Dash McMahon. Um, uh, it is often very funny, this film. And Shani Tatum plays the cover model of the books. And whenever they do, uh, uh, she's like roped out to appear on stage at these book events and every time he comes on all the women that buy our books are just basically solely focused on Channing Tatum with his fab he's based on Fabio who was himself a book model uh with the long blonde hair um so it's, it's quite an anachronistic movie anachronistic movie um and what happens then is Daniel Radcliffe comes along as he was he was an evil billionaire I'm pretty sure in the Now You See Me sequel, he's the same character. I love Daniel Radcliffe. He's, he's finding his, his, his niche a bit hard to find in uh, movies post-Harry Potter, but he, I've always really enjoyed him when he's been in, in the film. Um, and he's virtually the same character as well. So he's this um, evil billionaire that wants to find this lost city. And in the past, uh, Sandra Bullock's character was an archaeologist sort of person. And her husband at the time... <clears throat> they were trying to find this um, crown of thorns or some crown of uh, gold or some some artifact, you know, uh, like in a, in a lost city somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic in a, a lost town that no one's ever been able to find. And he got killed. And ever since, she's been a sad sack and so on. And Daniel Radcliffe knows that those two, that Sandra Bullock and her ex, uh, deceased husband, we're closer to finding this artifact than anyone else has been. And basically kidnap, kidnaps her, takes her to this island in the middle of the Atlantic to find this city and this artifact because she's able to translate some of the stuff that no one else can. Her relationship with Channing Tatum is um, very dismissive. He is obviously quite in love with her. Uh, and really, really wants you know to impress her, and she's very, very acidic towards him. And so, when she gets kidnapped, he he really wants to prove himself from a genuine point of view. He he wants to prove to her that he is closer to this hero Dash than she thinks of him as this stuffed dummy. Um, so he chases after her, and so does um, Divine Joy Randolph as her publicist. So they all chase after Sandra Bullock, who's um, kidnapped and taken to this made-up island in the middle of the Atlantic to um, find, you know, this this artifact, and um, they come to rescue her. The best part of the film is the uh, surprise appearance by Brad Pitt. He needs to be in this more. He does a he does like this cameo out of nowhere as um, the real Dash, the real life Dash. He's employed by. 
the people looking for Sandra Bullock to rescue her, and he's very, very genuinely good at that whole thing. Um, sadly, he's not in the film for long enough. Now, um, there's an awful lot to recommend this film. It's so out of time. Um, it's such an uncynical, enjoyable watch. I wish its screenplay was better because it, when it's flying along, it is really good entertainment. It's just a few too many dead patches where it doesn't quite... It, it, it wants to hark back to these His Girl Friday sort of slapstick comedies from the 40s with people like Catherine Hepburn and Jimmy Stewart in, where there's no gap of more than three seconds without a superbly delivered joke. And there are flat passages in this which are quite frequent where it it doesn't have that. The megawatt charisma of its two stars is wonderful. Um, they are perfectly cast in their roles. Sandra Bullock is uh, great as uh, that kind of comedic actress. That's also a bit of a loving, you know, a very beautiful um, heroiny sort of girl. And Shannon Tatum, Beefcake of the Year, has proven a lot since the you know Twenty One Jump Street and that that his comic chops are absolutely superb. He really and wisely hones in on being sad sack characters rather than, you know, the um, quarterback. He he plays some people that are usually a bit more downtrodden and um, self-reflective and, and feel quite bad about themselves. They make a wonderful couple. Um, so does um, the, there's um, some good side gigs. Oscar Nunez is uh, really memorable and... Um, the Divine Joy Randolph character's kind of a cliche, but um, she's really good in it as well. And obviously Brad, Pritt, Pritt, Brad Pitt turning up was a, was wonderful, and it enlivened that part of the music. It's very well shot. Daniel Radcliffe's pleasingly evil, although I'm starting to get used to him being this character now. Um, it's in the same. It's like come somewhere between Jungle Cruise, which was a little bit too. CGI family, but still very enjoyable and and romancing the stone. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, it's, it's there, there are some flaws here and there um, with regards to the fact that that sort of you know spontaneous freewheeling comic timing and everything flatlines every now and again. Um, it, I didn't think it was overburdened by um, action or effects at all. It relied much more on one-to-one uh, -one communication between the actors. So uh, it's, it's a breeze in the, in the COVID era. It's a balm, very undemanding, uh, sunny, bright, breezy, good characters that you like spending time with. So I'm going to give it a, a thoroughly reasonable 7.5 out of 10 for the lost city 